I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast. The only podcast recorded live in Dan's garage tonight because it's fucking raining. (laughs) Hey guys, I'm your Uncle Wes and I'm sitting here in Dan's garage with him. It's a cold, rainy night in Florida, Mm -hmm. which I'm about tired of winter already. I'm done. Yep. But uh, Dan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Cool, cool, cool. Doing good. We, uh, we, we decided to get the, the cursing right out in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Might as well. Might as well <laughs> knock that out. I mean, we don't want anybody to get too comfortable. Don't worry. I got a few slides we're going to curse about. Oh, shit. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Well, cool, cool, cool. Well, let's jump right into it. Uh, thanks in advance for sharing the cast with your friends and family, by the way. And if you are so inclined and you like what we do, be sure to give us a rating on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. You know, give, push that little heart. Every little bit helps because we are a ghost band in most countries, including the one we live in. Yeah, especially the one we especially live in. the one we live in. They don't like conservatives around the around media, man. They don't like us. And I'm still absolutely, completely uh, banned on on my Twitter account. Are you really? Oh yeah, because you know that whole you know that um, Salazar uh, speech that you you put on. Oh, Did yeah, it's Salzman. Salzman. Yeah. I said Salazar. Sorry about that. Salzman. Um, every crazy leftist Hamas supporter jumped in on that shit. And, uh, oh, they I, got it. They got I started, actual jihad against her. I started throwing zingers at the people who made those stupid comments. Yeah. And I did not get one reply. Normally, if I jump in a conversation like that and start, you know, hurling some stuff at the leftists they go completely apeshit well i think what it is is the majority of those are bots i think they are some some liberal piece of shit has created a nice little program and all i didn't got uh, yeah but some of them have to be real people you would think because i think i hit a bunch of them and i did not get one reply well apparently true social has put uh, fake news on notice for egregious media smears. Hmm. Now, I, I don't know what that means, but that is... Um, oh, here's the statement. After taking a huge step toward completing our merger yesterday with DWAX filing with the SEC, we tend we had to send more than a dozen retraction demands on today's tsunami of fake news stories about the submission. Apparently, understanding a financial statement is beyond the capability of mainstream media reporters. Our lawyers are prepped and ready to hold these media outlets responsible. It's it's just the anti-Trump thing. It's just anything Trump's involved with. Is he still with. involved with that? Yeah. I thought he. I thought his uh, contract. Expired. Well, it doesn't matter. It's his his creation. Well, yeah. It's always going to be associated with him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. That's why people are uh, are going apeshit over it. Right. Speaking of ape shit, the House voted 209 to 201 on Monday to sideline a resolution introduced by MGT yeah. to impeach Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas for his disastrous mishandling of the border. What? The new House Speaker, Mike Johnson, busy greasing the skids on a funding package right. that puts the border policy battle on hold until next year oh snap 
So it, some details. Green introduced a privilege resolution Friday, one day after two of her constituents were killed in a Texas head-on collision with a car driven by a human smuggler evading police. Privilege resolutions require House floor actions within two legislative days after introduction. So rather than voting on the underlying motion, Republican leadership chose to address the resolution through a Democratic motion to refer it to the Homeland Security Committee. So they buried it in committee instead of having an actual vote on the House floor. Mm. That's funny this is that our new so. Speaker of the House. That's him. Man. So, so Johnson' decision to go along with Democrats to kick this thing down the road of Mayor's impeachment to a committee it was done on the same day that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer right. and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell announced support for Johnson's continuing resolution mm-hmm. government funding plan. Dang it. So... He's postponing the fight with President Biden on the border until next year. And now kicking the old DH, can. Yep, DHS funding is now extended through February 2nd. Kicking the old can. So you know who's pissed off about this? Besides us. Chip Roy from Texas. Old Chip. So he's led the opposition to the continuing resolution plan. Um, and he's arguing the fight on the border can't be delayed any more, longer, and I agree with him. No, yeah, it's absolutely accurate. That I mean, it shouldn't. Now, you would assume that Chip Roy would be going after that because it's his state being fucking invaded yes. every day. Yes. Go ahead. And, sorry. And that's okay. And if you remember, he was uh, a, a vocal um, opponent of the December uh, lame duck omnibus bill. Yeah. So, which which kept uh, spending levels uh, at current levels, which was the whole pre-COVID. Well, I think his exact words stuff. were, if I quote it correctly, is we're pissing it all away. Yeah, probably. That's exactly what he said. I'm looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, he even said, he said he'd be, he'd be more than happy to be here on Thanksgiving Day to fight to fix this border crisis. But instead... They're going on recess in two days for the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. The Democrats just get their way every time. Every time. Who the fuck is in charge every time? The Republican Party. You know know who's at fault for that? It's not the Democrats. It's the Republican. It's those weak ass puppy piss Republicans, Mm -hmm. is what it is. Weak as puppy piss. Exactly. Mm. But apparently, Speaker. Johnson has endorsed Trump for president. He uh, came out and officially endorsed him. So I well, guess based on the shitty decisions he's made already as speaker, he maybe is thinking, you know, I gotta get he's always been a Trump supporter, but um well and, he actually went in and said I'm all in for Trump in twenty twenty. Look, you know you know if you listen to this podcast that we support our representative, Matt Gates. Mm-hmm. But you also know that Matt probably had a hand in getting Mike Johnson in as speaker. And you also know that Gates and Trump are very close. Sure. So you would have to imagine that there was some sort of unwritten agreement 
that if we get you in, you come out and endorse Trump. I, I think that Johnson's a better version of McCarthy, but he isn't the 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 speaker that we need or that those of us who are truly conservative would want. Right. So he's a game player. He's a you could just tell by the way he he carries himself and the way he makes his speeches and stuff. He, he it's just like everyone else. They just tell you what you want to hear. Like it, when he was when he got the nomination and he started making his speech on the house floor and then his media appearances since, since then, you're all like, "Yeah, hell yeah, this mm-hmm. guy. We yes." And then the first fucking thing he does is pass a continuing continuing resolution. First thing. First thing. First thing yeah it's same old same old man yep and it's it's infuriating and depressing at the same time yep it is and you know it's part of why we get so blackpilled at times because you're, we you're fighting against it, everybody. You're, yeah, you're not just fighting against the left. You're not fighting commies. commies. You're not fucking fighting against woke-ass librarians trying to push porn on kids. You're fighting against every fucking body with the exception of about six people. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a pretty accurate number. Yeah. And it it is so disheartening. It's so concerning. Fortunately, we had a local win, a, a short-term win this week for us that helped reinvigorate reinvigorate us a little bit um and the thing that was was cool about that is it was a win because people acted because people got engaged they got involved showed up they showed up they sent letters they sent social media social outrage absolutely they they, it was it was and it was a joint battle a joint effort that that Every not everybody, but a large norm, number of people engaged in to impact change in a positive way. Yes. Now the fight's not over, Mm-mm. but but still that that is that in itself is encouraging. Well, they, now we need to do that shit on a this, national though. level. Think about this though, the 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 people in politics, no matter at what level. So what happened in in our county is we showed up had a couple commissioners call some people out didn't allow the thing to happen and in true fashion they didn't quit and give up the bad guys didn't quit and give up they just kicked it down the road yeah so that maybe next time well, people the, won't be engaged yeah absolutely and in 30 days or so you know yeah, after that, the holidays they'll have another and, meeting and that's the thing is is in in when we were discussing our situation last week we put out a podcast we put out an article and we were actually this close to doing and this close y'all can't see me because it's audio (laughs) about an inch from from doing a third cast on the subject and we said you know what we are going to wear people out on this and they're going to get tired of hearing of it if we continue to do this so what we need to do is battle this independently we Mm -hmm. need to you know as individuals and not as an organization and and that's what we did and that's what others did and you know that's the thing they count on that because public opinion is so fickle Mm -hmm. public motivation and initiative is so short-lived that they count on that and that's the reason you now have 
this continuing resolution because back in September when Gates sat in his driveway or early October, whenever it was, everybody was headstrong. No, we don't need this. We need to stand strong. We need to do this. We need to make this change. We the get you get that little victory where you get McCarthy out and you get Johnson in and you think, all right, now we're on our way, and everybody sits back on their laurels again. They sit back and they stop worrying about shit and they're like, Okay, this is gonna be better now. Well, guess fucking what? No, it's not. No, it's really it may be so a hair far, better. So far, it's really not any different. No. Maybe just a smidgen better. Maybe from from appearance. But from actual things that he has done, I don't think it's any different so far. Now it's early. But no, he talks a good game. Yeah. He talks a real big so game. Far. So <laughs> apparently uh, McCarthy, uh, after being ousted, is uh, not in a good mood. No, so, I imagine not. <laughs> on Tuesday, uh, our rep, Matt Gates filed a formal ethics complaint against McCarthy after – the former House Speaker allegedly elbowed fellow GOP rep Tim Burchett, guy from Tennessee, in the back. Really? So, so here's what Gates said. One, it has come to my attention that this morning, November 14, 2023, following a meeting of the House Republican Conference, Representative Kevin McCarthy assaulted Representative Tim Burchett in the hallways of the Capitol complex. The assault was witnessed by multiple people, including... Claudia Grisales of NPR, who was interviewing Rep. Merchant at the time. So here's what she wrote. In a piece written by her and another NPR reporter, Lexi, whatever the hell her last name is, Shapitl. Man, I don't know. Shapitl. S-H-A-P-I-T-L. Shapitl. Shapitl. Okay. Uh, The pair said McCarthy shoved past Burchett or Burkett in one of the GOP members who votes. So this guy voted to oust McCarthy. Yeah. So McCarthy doesn't like him and kind of pushed him, elbowed him on the way by. So Burchett basically stumbled forward and yelled, why'd you elbow me in the back, Kevin? Hey, Kevin, you got any guts? Like Kevin was kept walking. Like we're almost had a throwdown. No, I would love that. But Kevin's a, doesn't want to do a throwdown. So he kept walking. Um, he wants a cheap shot and keep going. <laughs> so McCarthy went on CNN. What, what? Why is McCarthy going? Why do they do that? So he goes on CNN saying he didn't shove or elbow him. It's a tight hallway. It's a fucking halls of Congress. It is not a it's tight not hallway. Tight hallway. <laughs> it wasn't like you were, you were walking through an elevator door and you accidentally bumped in him. Right. And Birch had said, uh, yeah, there's there's plenty of room. He didn't have to touch me at all. So that's just some fun, stupid, childish shit that's happening uh, in the people we've elected to represent us. Hey, you know what? I would, I, I absolutely would love. A throwdown. An absolute throwdown. Yep. Look, do it right there, you know, in the house. Just yep. just go at it, man. Throw some haymakers at them, some bitches. Give them a little little rabbit punch in the in the ribs. Let's let's see it, man. Kidney punch. Kidney Be more punch. entertaining than the crap they're doing. Yeah, you know. absolutely. So, you and I have said this um, early on when they started with the uh, Trump indictments, and we said that the 
some of the states are going to attempt to take him off the ballot. Right. So they tried to do that in Michigan. So uh, a judge ruled a, um, a judge by the name of James Robert Redford ruled uh, that he can stay on the state primary ballot. So he said uh, the potential for running afoul of principles against judges becoming embroiled in reoccurring and highly partisan disputes. So basically, he's like, "Yeah, we're not going to get in this political world it's here. A hot potato. I'm yeah, not we're not taking somebody off of the ballot for this." So yeah, that's you got to give him kudos for yeah, doing that. Yeah, absolutely. So they tried it in Michigan. I think they're trying it in a couple other states. So, and I don't think it's it's moving forward in any of them. Good. So it sounds like we've got some uh, judges out there that actually understand that uh, this is just a way out of like you can't you cannot hold somebody accountable for being accused of a crime. Right. You have to be found guilty. You have to. Yeah. You have to let that play out. Yeah. An indictment doesn't mean guilt. Right. The whole famous adage of you can invite, indict a hand sandwich has been out there for years. Indictment does not mean guilt. Although in the court of public opinion. It does. It, 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 people are influenced to believe it does. Yes. Yes. Crazy shit. Yeah, right. Absolute crazy shit. Absolute crazy shit. Hey, I know you had to have emergency asshole surgery yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no i didn't no i didn't <laughs> and, and i know i know it was because of climate change you're a hippo violating motherfucker aren't you? <laughs> sorry i'm i'm trying to keep things light yeah. I, I, i'm just cracking up at myself and i think i think it's hilarious no dan had to have his oil change yesterday <laughs> and um no i didn't have to this was a Hey, we got to figure out the other things. So right. You yeah. got some shit going on in there. We got to fix that before we can move on to the next step of fixing the whole heart issue thing. Right. So. No, it's cool, but I'm glad you're up and and you're doing a podcast today. I've noticed that your wife has heavily influenced you. You're not drinking. No, I'm drinking beers. ginger ale tonight. I had a little coffee earlier. We did this show because I didn't sleep very well last oh, night. Man, I hadn't slept well in a long time. Yeah. I miss sleep. I hear you. I hear you. Anyway, I just thought I'd throw a little humor in there. Well, you want some positive? Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, here's some absolutely. positive. Let's we, hear it. we we don't live in New York. That is a positive. Yes, because yeah. the the insanity there's there's all kinds of insanity that's always happened in New York, but this crazy lady that's her governor. Yeah. Uh, maybe accidentally or at this point they they're telling you because they just don't give a shit well i'll tell you when i lay down in my bed at night when i say my prayers i pet my dog i take my glasses off and set them on the nightstand and i thank the good lord nightly that i don't live in new york yeah all right sorry yeah that's okay so uh democrat governor kathy Hochul said Monday that the state is very focused on collecting data from social media platforms uh-huh. as a part of an effort to counter online negativity and hate speech oh. after a rise in, quote, anti-Semitic attacks. Oh. So a couple of idiots out there are doing some stupid stuff. So now the governor thinks it's her job 
to put the freaking city in lockdown and 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 surveil everybody on social media. So here, I'm going to read the quote because th- this is unbelievable. We're very focused in the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. Like she telling this at a press conference, right? They're not they're not hiding anything anymore. No, 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 no. It's out there. We know. Yep. What's being said on social media platforms, and we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken on on, on online platforms. Oh, hate speech. Let's, let's define She that. said no New Yorker should feel they have to hide any indications of what their <laughs> religious beliefs are. I, she also announced... Or this is still a quote. I also announced significant increase in funding for our efforts. $75 million overall. $50 million for local law enforcement to beef up their efforts, as well as $25 million in security grants. So, so they are paying people to surveil social media in New York. Man. And if you say something wrong, apparently the New York police are going to show up at you. your house. Willingly. And and this isn't like, hey, we're doing this covertly, which you would think would be the smart move. They're telling you now because they've they've gone so far and nobody's done anything to really stop them. Because yeah. we we talked about no, it earlier, we, the Republicans are controlled opposition. No, nobody's doing anything to no, stop. These they people. can do whatever the fuck they want to. Mm-hmm. And if and these New Yorkers keep electing people like this. Yeah. Which is crazy. Now, maybe they're electing them and maybe there are some funny things going on with the election. I don't know. But these people continue to take office. It's it's literally next man or woman up. It doesn't sure. matter who they are. It's the, the next person shit. comes. And, it, and in a lot of cases, it gets progressively worse. Remember when Beetlejuice got ousted as the mayor of Chicago? Yeah. Fucking guy came in after him. is worse. Right. Worse. It's the same shit, different mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Uh, side note: uh, Apparently, uh, Biden met with uh, the, the folks over in China. Oh yeah, buddies. They're buddies. Yeah, they're pals. Remember when Trump met with uh, Kim Jong Un and they said, "Oh, the, you can't do this. You're terrible." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, apparently, and yet they, you know, Biden's over there making deals with them. Mm-hmm. He unveils his fifth national climate assessment, saying anyone who willfully denies. The impact of climate change is condemning the American people to a very dangerous future. Now, on the surface, that doesn't seem like a bad thing. But this is where what you're talking about started. People should be nicer to each other on social media. That's probably where that started. Now they're spending $75 million dollars. To beef up efforts. To hunt down the people. To hunt down people. Who say things. Who say like. mean things. Yep. Yep. Who say mean things. You know what? My philosophy on stuff like that is if somebody's a racist or they're an anti-Semite, same thing. That's basically racism. Sure. It, or if they are speaking ill of somebody or some ethnic group, some sort of ethnocentrism, mm-hmm. I want to know that. Mm-hmm. Let them expose themselves. Let them expose themselves. If somebody's being a dick, let let them be a dick. And let the populace take care of the problem. Absolutely. Because that's what always always happened. Right. Like you had some piece of shit and everybody just uh, either avoided them 
chastised them or isolated them or beat the living shit out of them. Exactly. You think about the guy, or the justice with the guy, uh, the case where the karate instructor molested the kid in Louisiana. Yes. And the yep. guy snuck in, pretended to be on the phone at the airport, and fucking hammered his ass. Shot him in the head. Shot him in the head and killed him dead. Mm-hmm. That is the swiftest, most direct justice anybody can. You know what? I guarantee you that guy will never commit another crime <laughs> no, forever. No, and the guy who did it is, it was is a freaking hero. Freaking and such hero. a hero that that he he was innocent was was acquitted. Yeah, he was acquitted because it was and definitely justified. Should have been. Should have been acquitted. So, bye, Mama. Mama just walked by. Yeah, our studio in to, the garage. I had to scooch up. <laughs> I take up a lot of real estate because I'm a big boy. Yeah. But um, but <laughs> I remember I just had the. You thing just had the emergency <laughs> asshole surgery. That's what what happened. Yes. <laughs> so, anyway, y'all can't hear that because I will. I have noise filters that I put on here, <laughs> but Dan is expressing his, his, his he's protesting his emergency <laughs> asshole surgery. That's what's going on. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, you know, it, man, I just don't know. We, I get so distracted sometimes because climate change. Well, you know, that, that has ruined my life. It's something that, uh apparently is involved in everything it is so apparently uh joe went over and and told uh how do you say the name g g penley g g pen g ping g ping g apparently biden went over there to 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 let him know about the whole climate change and z said fuck you (laughs) we're not doing any of that shit china is the worst fucking country in china and india are the worst in according to their metrics, which are bullshit. Right. But according to their metrics of ruining so-called and ruining the environment, China and India are the worst in the world, and they sure. have done nothing to change. They are the two most populous countries on the planet. So I guess Biden was going to go over there and uh, you know use some sway or you know flex his muscles and say right. he's going to sniff the shit gonna, out of we're going to we're we're asking you to to come along and play the climate game and g's like um, yeah piss off yeah well I, we ain't I, doing I, that shit. but the articles on yahoo are is that they came to an agreement yeah sure yeah that's a hey i'll tell you what you want to hear but i'm going to do what the fuck I they don't do, do anything different exactly and they get away with it absolutely look at covid man exactly <laughs> so here's another breaking story well it's not really breaking it was nine hours ago Cher and Barbara Streisand. Did you hear this? No. Not sure I want to. They have once again said that they will leave the United States <laughs> if Donald Trump becomes president in 2024. Like they did the first time they didn't leave? The first six times they said this about <laughs> a about a Republican? Leave. No, no, they ain't going any fucking where. No, it's just silly banter you know what they could just haul ass everybody that says that should be forced by law <laughs> yeah, and i'm not one to say there should be a law 
<laughs> but if you come out and you publicly say, if so-and-so gets elected, I'll leave. Okay. Guess what? By law now, because you said that publicly, haul yeah, ass. Hold you to it. Because number one, they're trying to sway shit. Not that they have any fucking influence at all. It's just a stupid thing to say. It is an absolute stupid thing to say. Because you're, you're not, you're not, it's not going to happen. So. No. But, <sighs> but I say haul ass. Load your shit up. Mm-hmm. That's usually what the, what the responses are when they say that stuff on social yeah. media. A lot of people be like, uh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give you a plane ticket. Yeah. I'll pay for the plane ticket. People yeah. want these people. Didn't didn't uh, Whoopi, Mophead Whoopi, uh, say that? Oh, she said that. Barbara Streisand that has said that since Bob Dole. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Bob Dole, who is just as harmless as anybody. <laughs> Bob Dole. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's like she has said that every time. Cher has said that a number of times. Yeah. Guess what? Cher's still hanging out in fucking uh, California. Yeah. Who cares? Fuck them. Who cares? I hate them people. So in a, in a surprising turn of events and the ability for uh, the Biden White House to just uncover things that are secretive and hard to decipher... Uh, they said on Tuesday that the Hamas terrorist group. Wait, let me stop you. You, you said Biden White House, right? Yes. Everything is hard for Biden to decipher. Dude, you just fucked up my whole. <laughs> I was being facetious and he didn't let me roll. I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead. I apologize. It's shot the shit. Uh, let's back it up. I apologize. All right. So, but you you said that that came out of your mouth, and I, I I'm did. Like, that's my natural. If you'd let me fucking finish, you'd be like, uh, oh, I see where yeah, you're going. That's my natural response. But it, I'm so sorry. the Biden White House on Tuesday uh, has uh, said that the Hamas terrorist group has a command node beneath Gaza's largest hospital. Oh. So they have weapons stored there, and he's saying that their actions there is considered a war crime. So they, they've... They, we know terrorists use political... or the civilian cover, sure. shoot their rockets from hospital parking lots and roofs or... You know, a lot of their um, their network uh, is in civilian areas. That way, when you when they shoot a rocket at you and you shoot one back to the location of rocket, you kill a bunch of civilians. Sure. And then they then they can propagandize that you're the bad guy, which is exactly what's fucking that's exactly what's happening. I mean, there are me- you see the memes <laughs> where the guy's got like the baby carrier, and he's like, "Okay, you know, I'm ready. Shoot me." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah." So that that you you fucked that whole thing up, Wes. I had it all going beautifully. And I'm sorry, dude. You, I, I I couldn't help it. I mean, you said well, confuses the Biden White House. I mean, every fucking thing confuses. Why would you not think I was being facetious? Because I, I thought Do you, you think were reading, I hit my fucking I thought, head. I thought you were reading a fucking headline, and I'm like, from oh, where? That would have been. I, I, I don't know. Correcting fucked up headlines. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did. I was correcting a fucked up headline, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Um, so, you, oh, you didn't. We need to take a break. We'll come back with beer or whatever Dan's drinking reviews. reviews. 
Yep, we'll be Beverage, right back. You can get a song for beverage reviews. Beverage review. Yeah, and we'll see what we can do. We'll be right back right after this. Hey guys, Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We've found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code driveway liberty media when you sign up you can get 30 percent off your first year go check them out mammothnation.com promo code driveway liberty media all right guys welcome back to driveway liberty podcast it is time for me to make sure i push the right button Ladies and gentlemen, you're on Driveway Liberty Podcast's newest segment, Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. We, we already did that. <laughs> That's wrong button. Let's try this one. Oh, shit. Beverage reviews. <laughs> All right, there we go. So, hey, it is time in the podcast where we talk about whatever we're drinking and I'm going to defer to Dan because he's not drinking anything significant. <laughs> Neither <are> you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I, I, I've got a couple drinks here. Right. First is uh, is a drink that um, will someday be my uh, retirement extra income plan. So I, I make a mean cappuccino. Okay. So I have a nice little uh, chocolate mocha flavored cappuccino that i made uh, homemade here at my house delicious i got you nice. and then my other beverage is uh canada dry ginger ale heck yeah because that's the soda so, choice for me in uh, my house that's the hard stuff mm-hmm. i got you so i got a hot one and a cold hot beverage and a cold beverage i see i see mm-hmm. well so last night i went out to our, our neighbors and good friends uh, place that they have an axe throwing place here locally. Not going to mention the name because they don't pay us to do that. It's pretty cool though. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I am a badass axe thrower. You are an idiot savant when it comes to throwing that axe. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give you that credit. Um, But uh, we uh, so very, I'm an Airstreamer. I have an Airstream camper and there's a rally, large, large rally that happens in January, 1st of January around here. Mm. And so uh, the president of our our Florida Panhandle area um, Airstream Club also is a friend and lives here locally. And she was, she and her husband were going up there to meet with our friends that own the Axe Place about an activity for the rally. And um, they were like, hey, you want to come up and drink some beers with us? And if anybody knows Wes. You got to twist his arm for that. Yeah, you you have to lobby pretty hard and, um, you know, hire somebody to convince me. But there is a chance that that can occur. And it did. (laughs) So I went up and um, I was drinking the uh, divine conquer mango mango uh pale ale which in my infinite data bank of various beers which i am you know quite astute at i failed to recall the abv of that particular beer which is pretty high it's gotta be high it's like eight 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 and a half it's a beast beer 
Yeah, so I uh, I sat up there not thinking about that because it's a delicious Just beer. Enjoying the beverage. Enjoying yeah. several of those beverages. Mm-hmm. Then you got up off the bar stool. Yeah, and then I got up and tried to walk, <laughs> and I realized, okay, I need to scale this back a little bit. You need and, a ride home. <laughs> yeah, but I did make it home safely, and um, I got up, and I have felt completely and utterly like shit all day. So I am drinking Miller Lite. And that is your beverage reviews. Dan's not drinking beer. All right. So, um, anyway. Uh, I did have a couple of beers over there. You weekend. did. You did. You got in trouble for them. Yeah, that, that's an interesting story. My wife was out of town. She went to the Morgan Wallen concert with my, uh, with my daughter right. in Atlanta. So, she was gone. Right. Uh, left Saturday morning. The concert was Saturday night. Right. So I texted my buddies, Wes and Travis, said, what you guys doing today? I'm a bachelor. Right. So Wes and I, Travis had other plans. So Wes and I went up to the place where he's a mayor. Right. Had lunch. Yeah, Watched we did. some college football. Sure we did. And uh, had a few uh, brewskis. Yeah, we did. On the, on, when I... What, we have we have children, so we have the Life 360 app on our phones. <laughs> so when I left the driveway and started driving, I immediately get a text from my wife saying, "Where are you going?" Yep. And I said, "I'm meeting Wes at the craft bar to go watch the Miami Florida State game." Right. And she said, "No alcohol." She did. And she up. and she also said, "I may not know." But God is watching. Right. <laughs> My wife said that. God watched you drink God about three or four beers. Four, at least four avalanche. And then we had a meeting the avalanche. very next day at the same place. Yeah, which I only had one beer there. Right. I did not. I had three or four. Yeah, you you enjoyed it. Uh, I don't care. I don't care who. I, I don't. Yeah, we could be meeting with Trump himself. Oh, yeah. Well, and I'd I, especially be drinking beer at that one. Yeah. I, I'm going to drink beverages. But those those were, between those two days, I had, I think, five beers. Mm-hmm. And those were the only five beers I've had since third week of September. Yep, that's true. That is that's an accurate statement. And I dropped you off Saturday or Sunday, and your wife was pulling in. Yeah. So I rolled down to one, and I said, it's all my fault. I made him do it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him. That's my fault. Yeah. I, but, you know, my thought process is you can't take blood thinners. And we know. Alcohol is a blood thinner. Alcohol is a blood thinner. So I Among am, other things. I'm trying to save my buddy's life here. Well, here's the here's the thing. The original medication that I was on, I don't know if we talked about it, but I had to actually be admitted to the hospital for three days mm-hmm. of monitoring for this particular medication, which is supposed to control the AFib that I tend to have right so but this drug is very dangerous and it could actually kill you so they i I literally i think i'm in the guinness book of world records for the most ekgs in in a month right because i think i had eight of them in the hospital during that time and every time i go to the doctor i have an ekg but um after I took that drug and, and I was I had a follow up the next week, my cardiologist is like, uh, yeah, we're going to take you off that drug. And I'm like, why? And he goes, because it's not working. I said, really? 
I, I, I've had AFib since I've gotten out of the hospital. He goes, you're in AFib right now. Yeah, that's scary. And I, I couldn't even feel it. So they took me off that drug. And that was the drug that explicitly said, do not drink alcohol with this drug. And I and I didn't. I didn't no, have any you're alcohol a good boy. the entire time. But I'm not on that drug anymore. So guess what? I can drink alcohol. I'm just not drinking alcohol today because... I happen to have a couple ulcers uh, that they found uh, cauterized, and probably not a good idea that I'm drinking today. No, that's why I'm drinking clear liquids and no, that's, coffee. That's and smart. That's smart. Going. You had emergency asshole surgery. That, that, that's smart. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It was both both ends. <laughs> uh, it's not as funny as emergency asshole. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Well. And that is the technical term. That's the that's the scientific medical term is yeah. emergency asshole surgery. And and you know what else is funny is while before whenever whenever I'm about to go under in anesthesia, I joke around with all the people. Right. So I'm being rolled into this room and I'm like, y'all are the A team, right? And they're all like, yes, sir, we're the A team. And I said, and the guy behind me goes, well, I'm. Uh, I, I I might be. I said you need to leave. Yeah. I said if you're not confident that you're a team, I need you replaced. Yeah. And everybody started laughing. He's like, No, I'm the a team. I'm just messing around. Mm. So I'm joking with him and everything. And then the nurse said, You know what we're doing today? I said, Yeah. And she goes, uh, And we're going to use two different tubes to do that. <laughs> and I said, But I'm going to be out. I'll never know the difference. All right. Maybe an aftertaste or something. <laughs> That's why you got to drink ginger ale to get yeah. the taste out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, as long as they go in the top first. Yeah, then we're good. Yeah. But no, they had yeah. me roll over on my side first, so uh, they did not so. go in the top first. I got you. <laughs> TMI, right? Was Ryan your uh, nurse no. anesthetist? No, okay. Ryan was he's not he's good. He is good. Yeah, I've had I've had Ryan before. But. Yeah. So. Um, and let's uh, let's talk about our boy Cat Turd. He actually, from my understanding, he's in the Florida Panhandle. If you don't follow Cat Turd on uh, Twitter, it's an absolute you joy. Should. He's very witty. He's witty. He's funny, dude. Yeah. I would love to meet him and have him on the podcast at some point. That would be so, awesome. So, Cat Turd, if you're listening, we're tagging you in Hit this. Us up. Hit us up, man. We're we're in the Panhandle as well. So he, he he tweeted this out earlier. The Republican Party isn't worth voting for anymore, which is surprising because Cat Turd's a conservative. Right. He said, I'll vote for Trump next election and no Republican on the down ballot. <coughs> and save your breath, twisting yourself into a pretzel trying to tell me why this is a bad idea. They give me nothing. They deserve nothing. So my question to you, dear listener is he wrong? Is so the the true question is if you vote for a Republican and it was based on let me do let you me, get a different result. Let me let, let me let me let me explain the context of this too. It was based on the tweet from the Gateway pundit that says US House votes with eight Republicans voting having eight Republicans voting with Democrats to shelve impeachment on Moyorkas, which we mm -hmm. talked about a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um. So, and and he, he it's basically the same take we have. Yeah. That that it's the same shit, fucking different faces. It doesn't matter what what letters by their name. 
with the exception of, I think you said six people. Yeah. Probably a decent number. Um, they're no different than each other. No, you, there's not a dime's worth of debt. No. I mean, that's that's an old quote from an old racist, but there's not a dime's worth of difference between them. No. And and that's accurate. And, you know, people ask me, they, they question me because they knew I was in the Libertarian Party for a little while. Mm-hmm. And they say, Wes, why, you, wait, you're a Republican now? I'm like, well, no, I've always been a conservative. But the only way I can actually have a realistic opportunity at making change is in one of the major two parties. And I'm sure as hell not joining the Democrat Party. Right. But at this point, juncture, there's not really a lot of difference between the majority of them. That I mean, the the, the Democrats are getting everything they want even though the Republicans have the majority in the House. And if I'm not mistaken, Neil Dunn is Cat Turd's rep. Hmm. Well, he's definitely Based on what I've been to, told where close he's Close enough at. to go on, yeah, to come he, on the show. Yeah. I mean, he's not in Bay County, but I think he's one county over. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, so it's... Uh, and Neil Dunn, we know he's a fucking rhino. I mean, oh. nice guy, love the dude. He's fun to party with. That he will he'll drink, and he'll hang out. He's a super nice guy. But he and votes like shit. He votes like shit. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Look, if we're gonna hang out and party, let's do that. Let's let's drink. We'll do up. the fucking job. Let's we, have we, some laughs. We, but if we, we send you there do. to do a job, yeah. do, do the it. fucking job under the pretenses in which you got the job. As a conservative, as a Republican, do the fucking job. But listen, we've we've talked about this, and, and even Gates laid it out uh, at one of the, his visits to the driveway that you you go to Washington as a wide eyed, principled conservative, and you get there, and you literally get swallowed up by the money machine, right? And there's very few people who have the Wherewithal character or character to resist integrity. that integrity character i think character and integrity is a part of the character have the character to resist that sure and to stand on their principles because listen it's very clear you can go as a bartender making five bucks an hour plus tips get elected and now you're freaking rich as shit oh that, yeah wearing designer fucking pants yeah, suits five thousand dollar freaking dresses mm-hmm. it, it's it's clear and they, you know what they they don't even pretend anymore that's the sad thing is no. they don't even they don't even hide the stuff they don't have to like martha stewart would not get arrested today in this day and age right because every member of house just about is involved in insider trading no, you're absolutely right. Nancy Pelosi's the fucking queen of insider trading. Absolute queen. So they're, they're never held accountable, ever, for anything. Right. No matter what they do wrong, they're never held accountable. And anybody who comes there that has any power to make change gets eaten alive. And look at what they're doing to Trump. Look what they try <coughs> to do to Gates. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Anybody Green. that's not coming to play ball like they want the game played, mm-hmm. they start lambasting and, and trying to get out of the way. So somebody who went under the guise of the other team, but apparently is on our team, 
Tulsi Gabbard. Well, and and she was in Hawaii. So you had you you you're not going to win shit as a Republican in Hawaii. That's a liberal ass state. Sure. She um. Well, she's not a Republican now. She's an independent, right? She, well, yeah, but her she's a conservative. There's certain liberty minded. Certain things she's, she's conservative. Well, There's other you, things she's not. No, but she says a lot of really cool stuff, and let's uh, part and parcel of that. Here's uh, she was part of a protest, uh, a um, on the National Mall, and she's a smoke show. She is a smoke show. She's hot <laughs> as shit, dude. All right, here we go. Who's one of those at the rally? Is our next guest, Fox News contributor and former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard. Great to have you here. What's the atmosphere like in D.C. today, Tulsi? She's on here. She's hot. Uh, thanks, Dana. So I will be heading there shortly here from the studio, but on the way here, uh, the roads are blocked. People are pouring in from all across the country to take this very important stand against anti-Semitism and against the Hamas terrorist Islamist groups. That, it, that are vowing to exterminate not only the Jews, but sending this call to action to people around the world to go after and destroy and kill anyone who doesn't adhere to their radical interpre interpretation of Islam. I got to tell you, there's a, there's a very loud absence, though, in knowing that President Biden and Vice President Harris are literally just down the street. As people are traveling here from all over the country, yet they don't feel it's important enough to come and stand with our fellow Americans to send this strong and resounding message at a time when anti-Semitic attacks around the world are at their height, that we will not allow it to continue, that we stand with Israel and the Jewish people. Uh, they, they are a reminder of why I left the Democratic Party. Mm. It's a party that's become uh, uh, led by and rife with Islamist apologists, people who are more afraid of being called bigoted uh, Islamophobes uh, then they are about actually showing up uh, for the Jewish people, for America, for peace and security and freedom. Tulsi, um, uh, so that tells us why you're going today. H have you yes. been surprised by the anti-Semitic rallies that we have seen, um, perhaps not in the Middle East and in Europe, but in the United States? Yeah, Bill, you know, a friend of mine in New York City uh, Friday night, he and his friends were in a van. They got caught in the middle of a flash mob of people who call themselves pro-Palestinian protesters, but really they're pro-Hamas protesters who went and attacked their van, slashed the tires, broke the windows for for no reason. And and these are things that, that we don't, they're not things that have happened, at least in my lifetime, here on the streets of the United States of America, and yet they're happening all across the country. Uh, I'm a soldier. I, I still serve in the Army Reserve. I've deployed to the Middle East and East Africa. I've seen firsthand the threat of Islamist terrorists, whether they're called al-Shabaab or al-Qaeda or ISIS or, or others. Now we're seeing this with Hamas as we have for a long time. This threat is very real. It is the greatest short-term and long-term threat that we face threatening our peace and security and, and peace and security of people around the world because of their goal. Their goal is not really about uh, the territory between Israel and Gaza or Palestine. Their goal is to establish this global Islamist caliphate and destroy anyone who doesn't adhere to their radical interpretation of Islam, including Muslims, Christians, Hindus, and others. And that's the seriousness with which our leaders here in this country and leaders around the world need to take this threat and work together to defeat it, not only militarily, but ideologically. 
So I'll stop it there. But no, she's wrong. The biggest threat is white supremacy. No, it's it's climate change, Dan. Well, climate change causes white supremacy. It causes everything. That's it true. causes right, these yeah. is, these Islamists, these jihadists. I, I'm, to act I'm, like this. I'm I'm attacking the uh, symptom as, as opposed to right, the right, right. Root cause. The, the actual root cause is climate change. Yeah, that's right. That is the Not Satan. Bad. That is Satan. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. As long as we're on the same page. <laughs> If, if if you guys are just tuning in, you haven't heard us before. <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. We're being bullshit. very facetious. Absolutely, we are. And I will, probably wouldn't have let that go so long, but she is super hot, and <laughs> you wanted to look. I at wanted her. to look at her a little bit longer. She, I mean, you got. She is a she's a hottie, man. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, but the thing is, she makes some great points. In her lifetime, she has never seen. Muslim extremist apologists in this country. And we need to point out, and we're probably going to have a jihad thrown against us. Terrorist apologists. Yeah, terrorist apologists. They are, they're coming out in favor of this. Well, this is the, this is the, the squad. Sure. The social media presence of the squad. They've in, influenced young people. Because you see this in college campuses all over the country. Mm-hmm. Where they are all about uh, what's diversity what's, and inclusion, man. yeah. But they're all about the the Palestinian movement because they're they're followers of uh, of what's her face. Uh, who's the one? There's Talib. Who's the other one? Who's the actual Palestinian? No, it's Talib. No, Talib's the one who married her brother. Who's uh, the other one? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. I, don't, I don't really care. Brain fart. But the the one who was cursing out. Uh, Trump and got got arrested and thrown out of one of the rallies, but anyways, um, they're following the squad. Yeah, and all four of those idiots have been. They do it. They're they're very skilled on doing this. These social media hits, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, and they're they become role models for the stupid generation that we have a significant amount of young people are, are, are now a part of. Right. Like the, the fact that the, like people, I even hear my daughter talk about it. It's like, who's this person? Well, they're famous. I'm like, what are they famous for? Well, they're an Instagram celebrity. What the fuck is an Instagram yeah. celebrity? It's just somebody who d- does stupid videos. My daughter was in mourning. Because some dude that has a YouTube channel that played fucking, what's that game that was popular about a year or two ago with kids? Uh, the one where they Fortnite. Did, Fortnite. Yeah. Or maybe it wasn't Fortnite. Maybe it was Minecraft. But the guy had it got cancer and died, and she was in more. I mean, like came to me crying. I'm like, baby, what's wrong? She's like, so and so died. I'm like, who the fuck is that? I, I mean, it's sad that somebody was, died, but it is. It's, it's yeah. But but the, but, to, but they, you know, where you and I grew up, and we'd watch TV, and it would be somebody on TV. It would be, you know, whoever. Yeah, I guess Instagram and that stuff is that's, the new TV. That's their new TV. But 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 the reason I wanted to play that and talk about these apologists is about a week and a half ago, and I can't remember if we we recorded a podcast that I've been I've just keep forgetting to get out 
And there's I been some shit going on. There's been some shit going on. So since it's a lot of that stuff in that podcast is probably topical, I don't know that I'll even put it out. But I do want to address this. Michelle Salzman, Florida State Rep. Mm-hmm. We recorded a speech that she gave locally uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was actually November third is when it when it when we aired it. I think it was, it was the second when she gave the speech. Mm-hmm. She a week later, they had a a special session in the Florida House or Florida Legislature to condemn terrorism. And some liberal bitch, I don't even know where she was from, was given this thing. How many Palestinian kids have to die? Now, we know, you know, I know, most of our listeners know, this isn't a fight between Palestine and Israel. This is a fight between Hamas and Israel. And Hamas is using Palestinian children and women as human shields, as we discussed earlier. Mm Mm-hmm. To, P, to have better PR for their side of things. Yep. That's all it is. They are willingly sacrificing women and children and civilians to gain public sympathy for their cause. And they're doing it purposely on, and, and, and with directness for that very reason. <clears throat> well, when this woman was on the floor of the florida house and she said how many palestinian children or how many palestinians must die before this occurs i mean before we do something michelle saltzman in the background says all of them now to anybody who knows anything about this scenario knows that she was talking about hamas Mm -hmm. and and the individuals behind placing these women and children in harm's way. Well, she locked down all of her Twitter stuff except for her state page. And the last thing she had posted on her state page was her speech that we recorded. And that speech has seen 45,000 views at this point. Now, I'm not saying this to brag on us because really her speech was innocuous in comparison to what's going on but if you just look at some of the replies the 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 woke jihad yep that's out here she's an evil nazi what are your thoughts on openly calling for the death of all palestinians on a publicly televised program genocide supporter i mean they this is what we're up against now not everybody that are that's making comments are here is here in the u.s but some of them are they actually i i reached out to her husband because i have his contact information i say hey buddy how y'all doing and his response was not good matter of fact let me pull that up real quick so i don't speak out of turn and it was a private conversation so i won't disclose everything that we had or we discussed but i do want to kind of discuss um a little bit of it. I said, hey, y'all okay, buddy? He says, it's a nightmare. There's a lot of hate. It's some wild stuff. I'll explain what actually happened a bit later. And he, they were actually talking to Florida Department of Law Enforcement at the time. 
they have posted their home address all over TikTok with a call for jihad. And now I, I haven't reached out to him since. That was like a week and a half ago when I reached out to him. What, what happened is what happened to the 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 rally cry of there's there's no place for hate. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, but there's, there's no place a, for hate. There's definitely a place for hate when it's somebody they hate. Somebody they hate. <laughs> the hypocrisy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and so what they do is they combat what they view as hate with hate with with a lot more hate. Yeah. So uh, uh, just to put things in context, I actually have the 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 representative that was uh, giving the speech on the floor. Angie Nixon is her name, and I'm going to play that. Palestinians, how many will be enough? I also... Now, when she said how many of them will be enough, that's when Representative Saltzman said all of them. Mm-hmm. Now, and listen to just this. crying. Just listen to this oh, overactive. Pain. I mean, Academy Award the level. pain she's feeling. One of my colleagues just said all of them. Wow. One of my colleagues said all of them. <laughs> One of my colleagues also stated that this is going to dry up their fundraising if we vote on this resolution. I also want that, like, that's what we've become in this state. Palestinians, how many will be enough? I also. Well, I'm not going to go as far as to say all of them. But I will say every single terrorist, every single terrorist needs to be extinguished Mm -hmm. from this society in this world, regardless of what group they and not only if they are attacking others, but if they are using innocent people as human shields, those individuals need to be extinguished. Now, is it our role as Americans to do that? Not necessarily, but they attacked Israel. Israel has one hell of a badass military. Mm-hmm. Just back off and let. They have to. They're surrounded. Yeah, they're by surrounded enemies. by the enemies. So just just stand back and let them do what they got to do, man. Mm-hmm. Let them do what they got to do. So um, it's crazy that this is has become such a hotbed situation in the United States. I mean. Israel's our ally. Yep. And they, the insanity up until the of Ukraine Amer- they were American the- citizens that are in support of annihilating one of our allies is it's just crazy. It's mind-boggling. It's absolutely my up until the Ukraine Israel was the largest receiver of US aid, foreign aid of any country in the world. We gave more money to Israel than we did to anybody else up until the Ukraine situation where Biden just opened up the candy store and started giving them free candy like Willie fucking Wonka. Well, Dan, I know you had something else you wanted to discuss, but dude, Rashida we, Tlaib, that's the person I couldn't think that's of. That's her, her Tlaib, She's I'm the sorry. Palestinian uh, in the house that has apparently rallied everyone to go ape shit on social media. Mm-hmm. Well, 
in regards to the Florida House meeting on this stuff, I, I don't think it's a state's place right now to be meeting and condemning. No, I, why are we just take care of, take care of your own shit? Yeah, worry about your own backyard. Exactly. So um, I, I have one more thing to talk about before okay. we, uh, All right. we go out because this is important. Up against it, but yeah, let's get to it. This is important. All right. So. What does the federal government do when it's failed miserably to bring about a desired outcome for decades? Does it look internally and assess where it could have done things better in order to change course? Probably not. Of course not. No. Instead, Joe Biden is proposing a new devious plan to take over the nation's internet infrastructure what? through bureaucratic fiat. Not, not Joe Biden. Yep. So Brandon Carr, who is one of the Republican appointed members of the FCC, spoke out against the plan in a multi-page statement. So according to Carr, and this is a quote, President Biden, Biden's plan hands the administrative state effective control of all internet services and infrastructure in the country. The FCC would be able to regulate all facets of how networks function, including their speed, reliability, upgrade path, and even installation fees. Right. So further he notes, Carr notes, that issues dealing with how ISPs function with customers would also be under the direct control of FCC. That includes late fees, contract terms, and termination rules. <sighs> Lastly, in what cements is a communistic approach, the federal government would have control over pricing discounts and wait for it, service suspensions. Oh. Unfortunately, this is what happens when you lose elections. There's no real way to stop this if all the Democrat members of the FCC are on board. And that's where we're at. So basically, they're going to be shutting people down if this goes through and occurs. They're going yeah, to be shutting FCC, me and you. If a, a government bureaucracy has total control over the internet and the companies that provide the internet, and we're screwed that as driveway liberty media is run by Democrats, and we know what they do. Mm-hmm. what's going to happen so you'll we're, see we're you'll screwed see, you'll see i mean you, alternative media will be killed yes and we may not even be able to get internet in our own house right because of our political views yeah that's that's fun that's a fun thing elections have fucking consequences people when the republicans have control they don't do shit like this no they don't do great stuff but they don't do underhanded shit like this. Mm-mm. The Democrats are actively trying to destroy anybody who doesn't go along with the things that they believe in. And the Democrat Party has been hijacked right. by far left extremists who are basically communists and socialists. They don't want the American freedom. They want all that to go away. Well, if you all right, so just in theory not even just in theory and an application as well if you are wanting to control something you first have to control information yes now they already control about 75 percent of the information that's out there mm-hmm. but there's still avenues to to get it out there yeah they control the media mm-hmm. all the way down to fox news at this point yep 
They control the major newspapers. They control the major news outlets online already. Mm -hmm. They control Hollywood. They control Facebook. They control Google, YouTube, Hollywood, like you said. Mm -hmm. So even in art, they control that. Yep. Art imitates life. The last bastion for alternative information, dissenting information, are shows like ours. Shows like Rogan. Shows like Bongino. Shows like... And having the government control of the FCC will give them control. Yeah, because like FCC controls radio. They mm -hmm. control the airwaves. They control what kind of language can be used. They control what can be said, how it's done. And you know what? Uh, look, history lesson, ladies and gentlemen. When we found in this country, our forefathers were big students of Thomas Hobbes and John Locke. And both of those gentlemen had this idea of a social contract where we come together in groups to form a society for mutual protection and mutual benefit. Now, furthermore, in those social contracts, the governmental structure that we put in place, the management structure that we put in place, is there solely for our protection of our rights. Yep. Can you tell me how government controlling what information is out there, right or wrong, whether that information is accurate or not, them controlling and deciding what is disseminated or not, how is that a healthy thing for anybody? It's literally the opposite. Absolutely the opposite. Mm -hmm. and because that's you're plan. only getting to hear what they want you to hear. 1984. Absolutely. Yes. It's the big screens telling you to be a good worker and, you know, accept your standing in life. It really is no different than a caste system. With mm -hmm. a, I mean, you think about it. When you think about the Dark Ages, and somebody brought this up in an argument for, for government. Um, hold on, sorry. I get it. I'll call you back. All right. So you think about a caste system. You think a monarchy-style government where the king, right of kings, where the king decided who got deeds to property. That's how he would reward, Lord, reward the lords for providing him with a fighting force mm -hmm. and food and riches and other things. Look, you oversee this area. Make sure these farmers, when we need to, this army to fight, that you gather them up and make them come. And that guy controlled the information that went out. You know? Mm -hmm. And those who weren't in the upper echelon had no chance of ever improving None. their, their stat, status. None. No, no chance of improving their status. Mm -mm. And that's exactly what this kind of stuff leads to. It, it, and we're there. I mean, there's the, we, and you've seen it in action. There's a, the multi-tiered justice system. They call it a two-tiered. It's multi-tiered. Yeah. And 
it's obvious that the people who are considered the elites, whether they're politically elite or they're business elites, Hollywood elites, etc., they just don't have to follow the same rules that the common folk do. And if they ever get held accountable, it's in a totally different way. Yep. They do something that publicly they need to be held accountable, can't get away with hiding it. They're they're held accountable in a significantly different way than we are. Look yeah. at Hunter Biden. Yeah. How many laws that motherfucker broke? Mm-hmm. And they're just making deals Look at left and Joe right. Biden. Yeah. Well, Hunter Biden. The, the the difference is at this point right now, Hunter. But there's there's absolute evidence, and charges were filed. Yeah. For the crimes that Hunter Biden committed. Yeah. And he got a slap on the wrist. He's still running around snorting coke at the White House. Mm-hmm. Leaving bags of it in the bathroom. Apparently. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, this is why it's so important for you to be engaged. This yeah. is why. Look, you, you people it's tell lack you to of engagement. That's people that's tell you to write your congressman. Don't just write your congressman. Write your senator. Write your governor. Write your state representative. Be in constant contact with your local. Re- uh, uh, government officials and and when they come to your area go 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 see them go see them get facetime with them you yeah. know all right so our story with matt gates he's our representative but the way we got him on this show the first time is we went to one of his events and we got up there against his campaign chair <laughs> she tried to steer us away it was like hey when you come on driveway liberty podcast we are your we we live in your district when are you coming Oh, oh I th- I've heard of you guys. Yeah, man. We'll work it out. He ended up fire- firing his campaign chair and coming on the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're nobody special, man. We're just guys recording our conversation in the driveway. Yep. But we get involved. We get engaged. And we go to, we try to go to meetings and try to meet people and try to try to let people know that we care. And that's the first step. You don't have to be super informed. You just have to care. And once you care, you start but when becoming you, more But when you informed. go to these things and you pay attention and you listen to what people have to say, you start becoming informed. Exactly. And then when somebody says something that piques your interest, you'll go and do some research on it. And then you'll be even more informed. Exactly. And those things just add up. It snowballs. Yeah. It, it adds up. And does. pretty soon you're like, holy shit. Yeah. This Why did I wait this long to get involved? There's some fucked up shit going on. Exactly. Well, with that being said, we are way over time on this cast. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to check out mammothnation.com if you, and, and use promo code Driveway Liberty Media. If you uh, really like the cast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Driveway Liberty Media yeah, and, we, and we support some, us. We need some love. We do need some love. Yep. We'd, we'd like to do this more often. Um, and we, we'd like to, you know, be able to justify financially because, and it's not that we're trying to get rich doing this. We just need to be able to justify our time because well, our we, time's we worth need money. To, we need to be able to free up our time. Yeah. In order, look, we're, we're not asking for money just because we want money. We're asking for the ability to spend more time doing research, having more shows, putting more information out there. And the only way for that to happen is if we are supported. Yeah. 
Absolutely. In whatever way that you choose to support someone. You know, buy a t-shirt. Yeah. You can go There's to lots a, of ways. There's the Driveway Liberty Podcast.com and click that uh, shop button or merch button. And, and even yeah. you sharing the episodes and you know and that doesn't we, cost a thing no yeah. and we grow our audience and and maybe some of those new people that come on board are like yeah i like these guys i'm gonna I'm throw them a few bucks yeah so even just sharing the shows can help support if, if you Absolutely. can't financially support us so and it, you know what if you disagree with us comment yeah. and let us know say yeah. hey look you know i disagree with you here and here's why and we'll we've, consider we've it. had some we've had some polite discourse and some not so polite discourse on well if, social you're, media. if you're a dumbass then, yeah you know you know if you're a communist and you tell us we're wrong then obviously you're you're wrong right absolutely <laughs> well with that being said for dan i am your uncle wes and we will see you next time on the driveway liberty podcast mm-hmm.